Welcome to Inspired Learning in a Digital World, the podcast about the future of learning. My name is Wilma Hartenfels and I'm very glad you're with me today. By a very lucky coincidence, I once again stumbled across someone who shapes the future of learning in the metaverse, Philippe Sejalon. Together with his brother Patrice and another founder, Philippe started his company Engage more than three years ago. Engage focuses on innovative and immersive training experiences, specifically made for the insurance industry. In our interview, we talk about the potential of the metaverse as a new evolutionary stage of the internet. Philippe explains how he and his company are bringing together various disruptive technologies like VR, blockchain, NFTs and crypto to increase learner engagement. He calls this the seamless learning approach which takes the idea of blended learning to a very new level. And now, enjoy the podcast. So, I'm so happy to have you in my little apartment here in Las Palmas, Philippe. It's really great because I think it's the second interview that I'm actually doing in person and I'm super excited that you are sitting in front of me and I don't have to look at the webcam all the time. So thank you so much for being here. Well, <laughs> thank you very much for having me. I yeah. feel really uh, privileged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that you will still say that at the end of the interview. But <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. At least I have coffee for now. So yeah, well, that's true, that's it true. starts well. <laughs> Great. But I think it's really amazing how we met because we actually met at a hike, I think, two weeks ago. It already seems ages ago. And Correct. Um, yeah. we had a very nice conversation because you were asking me what I'm doing. And I was telling you about online training, digital learning, trying to put it in easy words so you understand. And then you were like, oh, you know what? Uh, we are in the same area. So, you know, you don't even have to explain and it's, it's so great. And finally, I can talk to somebody who actually understands what we are doing as well. And we were talking the whole time and having so much in common, even knowing the same people, which is really yes, amazing. Yeah, yeah. There was a very great conversation after that we met and you told me what your company is doing. And I said, we have to do an interview, definitely a podcast interview, because I have to talk to you and to also share that with the world. So that's why you're here today. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited yeah. about it. That's yeah. great. So you are here because you're also active in the area of online training and digital learning and the metaverse. Yes. And um, maybe you can just uh, share a little bit about what you're doing. Um, you know, why are you doing what you're doing and what is your company doing? Okay, well, thanks for the question. So what we do is engaging training yeah. for insurance companies. Yeah. So we create online courses, simulators, games, everything that can help an insurance company, a reinsurance company, an insurance broker, mm. train their employees or their clients. Mm. These are all learning components, building blocks. They are part of a solution, a modular platform for seamless learning. Look at it like a puzzle that we compose and customize together with the client. That sounds really, really interesting. Let's dig a little bit deeper into um, that in a moment. But what I would really like to understand first is why are you doing that? Like, what, what is your, you know, what is your curriculum? What did you do before? And uh, why do you want to create the metaverse of learning? Oh, we have a passion for learning. We love learning. I think you, you love learning too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we learn every single day. Yeah. Learn languages. That's my hobby. That's my passion. Yeah. Uh, learn to play the guitar. Yeah. Uh, learn about tech, AI, any topic. We love learning in mm. our team. And I do that. And um, actually, 
my whole history when I was at school, I was bored. It was boring for me. Sorry mm. to say this, mm. but it was like, no, I couldn't. It was tough to stay awake. Mm. Uh, then I get, went to big corporations, big companies. And I thought, wow, that's going to be fantastic training. In my experience at that time, it was the same. I was quite bored. Mm. So maybe uh, I have an issue. That's a possibility. But I was thinking, can we make sure that people who learn have a smile? Mm. That you say, and I got the goosebump saying this, you know. How do you make sure that the people you train just say, I want more? How could I have done for myself to say, I want to stay here. I want to do more. I want to learn more, which is what I normally do. Mm. And we couldn't find this anywhere. So we said, we need a more immersive, a more engaging way of learning. And we all love learning. Mm. And we probably will come to that. But I've seen some kids who were absolutely not interested in normal classroom training that we offered. Mm. And when we moved them to the metaverse, or let's be more precise, to the virtual world, they changed. And they were completely engaged, involved in the learning. While before they were just crossing their arms and saying, hey, I'm not going to do anything with you guys. So it was, it's, it's an amazing mm. thing. And learning is one of the most beautiful things and important things we can do as humans. Yeah, absolutely. And I was really impressed when you told me that you have learned like 19 languages, I think. Oof, 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 oof. Well, that was just yeah. to show off. Come on, that was just to show off. Like, okay. <laughs> so, no, no, okay, okay. Um, I mumble yeah. 19 languages. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I think it's more accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah, but that, uh, I mean, if you say you have a passion for learning, I think that shows that you have a real passion for learning. And I think you, you also said that you were starting off like that. So initially, you wanted to um, create some kind of learning in the virtual uh, um, language learning in the virtual world. I think that was your initial plan right in the beginning. But then you switched to insurance um, topics. So how did why and, uh, you know, why did that change come along? And yeah, you do have a good memory. Vilma. You yeah. did listen to what I said during the <laughs> hike. It was good, actually. Yeah, yeah. While I was walking, multitasking. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I could not do that. But anyway, yeah, so I come from yeah. a, a big comp. I worked in big companies for mm. many years. And uh, it was more like on the management consulting side, so on the tech side for financial services. Mm. But my real passion is learning languages. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I said, when I'm going to stop my life in the corporate world and do something different, I want to create a language school. Mm. And at that time, I lived in Hong Kong. And I said, I'm going to create my first company in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a, a language school that will do blended learning, where mm -hmm. people will come to our offices in Hong Kong, and then they will go, be able to go on, the, on our LMS, mm -hmm. take some extra courses. Mm -hmm. And then they will be able to go in a virtual world and experience the language, the culture of the language itself. So that was the vision. Yeah, and then you um, didn't continue with that because you said, you know, maybe... What was the reason that you said, okay, it's, it's too difficult, too complicated, or it's difficult to find customers and clients, they are not open for that? Or why did you change to the insurance um, part? Reality? Yeah. Well, we had a... <laughs> we had you need a, to earn money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, let's, be, let's face it now. Nobody really pays much for language language training, yeah. language learning. It's, yeah. it's a nice thing you do for fun. For myself, I buy myself a little book or you do the Duolingo or Babel or something. And, mm. and if you pay five euros, it's already too much for most mm. people. That's that, true. That's so there's not much of a business and companies do not invest anymore mm -hmm. in this. 
So I talked with the, quite a few owners of language schools in Switzerland, Hong Kong and other places, and they say the same thing. Mm. Uh, some might still make it, but it's become much, much harder. And you need a USP. Mm. And our USP really is about engaging learning. Mm -hmm. But the insurance part, it's such a non-sorry guys, non-sexy industry, apparently. Mm. But they have a strong need. It's a very interesting industry, which is not known that well, I think, actually, from the positive side. So that's why we said, okay, well, we have it. We have the tech. We have the knowledge to do online training, mm. digital training, enga engaging. And we have the knowledge about insurance. We put them together. Mm. And that's what gave a company, Engage Institute. Yeah. Right. And you're doing that. I think you co-founded the company together with your brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and another third person, yeah. Marion. Uh, yeah. yeah. I actually, I love that because, as you know, I also founded my company together with my sister, Twins for Change, and uh, we have so many things in common. That was, I think that's really amazing if you, you know, have a sibling that you have a very close relationship to, and then you can start something like that together and shape it together. But wait a second. I mean, for you, you are real twins. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people now say that we are quite similar. Some people think we are twins, but we are not. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Just, yeah. But you're siblings, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. So, um, tell me a little bit more about what exactly you're doing. You were already mentioning that you have courses, online courses, that you have an LMS, that you have uh, built a virtual world. Um, what, what exactly are these different elements um, and how do they come together? Because I remember as well yeah. that you talked uh, during the hike about seamless learning yes. and um, about um, wanting, to, wanting to leverage the best out of uh, blended learning scenarios. So you're not just going to the metaverse um, or to the virtual 3D worlds and then um, having an interactive experience. You also want to combine um, synchronous and asynchronous learning um, experiences because it makes sense, right? Um, so how do you do that and how do all your products come together into that seamless learning experience? So here you've used quite a lot of concepts and yeah. I'm going to add one, the flipped classroom. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, we yeah. talked we about talked that about one too. Yeah? So basically I'm a great fan of, do we, I like studying by myself, doing yeah. my homework, studying, learning at my speed. Yeah. You know, it's cool, it goes too fast, too slow for me, yeah. not my speed. And then when I have a question, when I need something, need help, mm. a coach, a specialist who can help me. I don't need a teacher to read things in front of me. Absolutely. So that's the, the exactly thing is like um, pre um, offering a system where people can learn at their pace mm -hmm. on the LMS, for example. And then you say, hey, but I know these things. So you go on a video conferencing or you go to a physical classroom and ask mm. questions. And then you say, hmm, but I could experience maybe in insurance, there is these claims, there is a, a house, a house fire. Mm -hmm. How does, how do you analyze this? Mm -hmm. You know, so you might want to go in a, in a game where you can discover these things as if you were in a physical world experiencing mm -hmm. it. So putting different learning activities that are in different environments, mm -hmm. virtual or physical, blended learning in a seamless way. So you move mm -hmm. from one to the next without friction, seamless learning yeah i mean it makes a lot of sense because if you let's say use 3d worlds for for the sense of um uh, for the sake of teaching something like for, uh, uh, from trainer to participants and it's just mere talking um, then it's wasted time right because yeah. you should use the 3d worlds and also metaverse experiences in order to engage with the with the people and to make them collaborate or whatever ask their questions and work together on solutions and build things maybe together 
rather than um, just uh, you know one to many <laughs> communication from one trainer to many. So I really like the idea of um, doing that. And I think a lot of people understand still blended learning as um, combining physical classroom experience with digital learning assets like video training. I always said I don't think th that's it. I think it's much more than that. It can be also Agreed. a fully digital experience. And I think it's nice because you're you're actually replacing the physical classroom experience by a virtual classroom experience, which is very interactive. Um, and at the same time, you're giving people the um, the opportunity to also um, um, yeah learn at their own pace, maybe to repeat content afterwards to make it more sustainable, right? Yeah, and, and also what, what I've really learned, because I was doing some teaching myself. I'm not a good teacher, by the way, yeah. but I know what it is to, <laughs> what it requires from good teachers. Yeah. I learned that, I learned that. Uh, but we all have different ways of learning. Mm. So you cannot have one, one size fits all. Mm. You know, some people love the physical classroom and there should be a place for that. Absolutely. Where you go physically and you have the, the person in front of you. Mm. And sometimes some more maybe shy people can hide behind an avatar mm. and you feel comfortable and uh, doing this and learning this way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree. And I, I definitely think that, um, you know, you... Um, You have to cater for different learner needs and it's not as easy as saying this is the learner type and that person will always be learning like that and it might be also in different circumstances that you need something else and especially if you tackle maybe topics that are not in your comfort zone you might need a little bit more assistance versus topics yeah. that might be easier for you and that's very individual that's not the same for everybody yeah. that's why I really like it yeah. I have one of my very good friends Peter yeah. if he listens to the podcast yeah. um, many years ago told me Philip I've done a PhD I said yeah. oh well, what, what, why are you doing this PhD when we met so it's PhD but must, must you're not going to understand it mm. so okay cool it's about something so what is it about mass customization mm. and I remember My, feet, my, my impression at that time said this is fantastic mm -hmm. and I get the goosebumps now this mm. is what it is about mm. these two words are opposite the mass and the customization mm -hmm. but this is what we need to do for real effective learning we need to do a learning program just for you mm -hmm. for your specific need and now thanks to AI and these seamless learning and when you, you have to bring the right learning activities at the right moment depending on your profile mm -hmm. this is really effective training absolutely absolutely and I think it's it's nice because the customization comes from being able as well you know going through the content in, in your own pace repeating it if you you know need more time but then also with getting the assistance from somebody and asking your individual questions and things like that yeah. so it's a good way to do that absolutely yeah um so um when you when you look at the the vision of your company what, what is it like what do you want to achieve long term with your company Ooh, your big, like, oh, wow. you, i don't know if i can, can say that to you now wow. all right you okay. can share so we don't have to cut the podcast after <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, we really want, we want to become the, uh, the, the number one training company mm -hmm. for insurance. Mm -hmm. Blended learning for insurance companies, mm -hmm. we, will, we want to be the number one within the next five years. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay, that's a big vision. But it is possible yeah. because we already have substantial clients and very prominent People helping us, yeah. great team. The products we did a lot of R and D prepared, or the products they've been. Each product has been 
tested by clients. Mm -hmm. We have references in these things. So it is totally possible. Mm -hmm. But it took us a lot of time to set it up. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, you need a big vision, right? To be able to really, you know, motivate yourself and to be creating something big. We, we don't lack that one. The yeah, big no, vision I can see that. Don't worry about that. I've already understood that from our conversation. Um, but if you say the products have been tested um, by clients, can you give an, a very concrete example of what such a blended learning journey would look like and where which part of your your company or products come in oh totally um, i'm going to use an example from the the insurance world mm -hmm. okay so yeah. you know the value chain yeah. so from the time the insurance company sells an insurance to you mm -hmm. all the way to okay you have your paper you have your policy you're mm -hmm. insured all the way to oh unfortunately there was a fire maybe in your garden mm -hmm. you know and uh, you need to claim so mm -hmm. a claim All the way to, okay, the financial result of that company. Mm -hmm. So the entire process. Mm -hmm. So we've created a simulator mm -hmm. that simulates. It's a game where you play against others or with others. And you are a salesperson who needs to sell this insurance and understand the risk that you are underwriting. The risk you're including in your portfolio. Mm -hmm. And if... If I'm not speaking clearly, please stop me. No, okay. no, everything good. Okay, well, everything I can good. still follow. I hope, uh, the, you know, people who are listening as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry <laughs> if can, it's not as clear. They can rewind, so... <laughs> so, uh, so basically, yeah. it's a whole value chain from A mm -hmm. to Z in the, in the insurance industry. Mm -hmm. And then for each part of there, you have a whole simulator. It's a whole game. And mm -hmm. each part of that, you can have an online course. So mm -hmm. you say, oh, well... Okay, but I'm not good at selling. Mm -hmm. There's an online course for selling. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I don't, I don't know how to do the underwriting, the risk assessment mm -hmm. in insurance for um, a fire insurance or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we have an online course for this. So we have online courses mm -hmm. linked to that insurance mm -hmm. simulator. And these are in web browser that it takes place. Mm -hmm. It's like say, an e-learning, like a web-based training or a video course or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the e-courses are, are mm -hmm. web-based and the other one is really like a, a game, a web-based mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. huh? um, like imagine when you play stocks, you know, mm -hmm. stocks and you can make some more money, etc. That's mm -hmm. these kind of systems. And then at some point you say, all right, okay, I get the concepts, but what does it look like? Well, if you want to experience fire insurance, mm -hmm. you're not going to burn a house. Mm, no. And it's expensive. At least not in the real world. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. Yeah. Not in the real world, yeah. but you can do this in a virtual world. Yeah. You can burn the house, you can burn the car, you can do plenty of crazy things that happen uh, yeah. that are subject to claims in insurance. So you're actually burning the house of your client. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and actually our CTO, <laughs> Patrice, burned the house of a beautiful sports car in the virtual world. Yeah, okay. It's really cool. Yeah? So you're actually creating your own uh, like insurance case of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's and you know, and one thing about yeah. insurance there, um, yeah. a, a lot of people think, when I meet people say, oh, what do you do, Philip? Oh, well, I, I, I do online training for insurance companies. Oh, <laughs> I thought it would have been something interesting. Like it is interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. because insurance is your it's a it's an industry mm. which uh, in in uh, protects what you the people you love and the mm. things you like. But it has a bad reputation, and these can be and should be changed because yeah. do something really important for our societies. Yeah, it's very similar than talking about compliance training. So maybe that's <laughs> yeah, the next yeah, yeah. Uh, the next part you can get into. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're doing the insurance well, then you're best set for for doing really highly engaging compliance training. Yeah. Well, we have a few compliance modules now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess see. you need yeah. them as well yes. for the insurance, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sounds sounds interesting. I, I would really like to get a little bit deeper into um, also the um, the part of the 
3D world and because you are saying you're also helping to create the metaverse so maybe you can say a little bit about what does it mean for you the metaverse and huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a small little question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also which technologies come together for you in, in your solution okay Right, first I'll jump in the question in, in the first question. Uh, the, what is the metaverse? So there's as many definitions as people, I guess, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you my mm -hmm. uh, definition. Um, it, the metaverse, basically we have the, the, the internet, okay? And the first part of the internet, the first version of the internet was the web. That's mm -hmm. where you go on the web browser, you see these web pages. That's the, the web, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the next web, the, 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 the future web, It's not in 2D like in our web browsers, but it's a, a immersive web. It's the it's a metaverse. Mm. That's how I would define that. That's the, the metaverse is the web of the future, the internet of the future. And it's quite probably 3D. Mm. And the metaverse is composed... If the web is composed of websites, the metaverse for me is composed of virtual worlds that can interact with one another if you want. So you function in Decentraland, one of the virtual mm -hmm. worlds and your avatar goes now to uh, the sandbox goes to maybe second life and goes to open seam and goes to etc mm -hmm. so that's my definition of the metaverse is um, uh, is the, the internet of the future mm -hmm. probably in 3d mm -hmm. compose of virtual worlds and how does your solution fit into that because um, right now you have that kind of training um, a platform and 3d world that is um, That is closed, right? So um, you, you offer that to specific customers. Are you planning to open that as well? Like, for example, to the whole insurance world so they can one day in the future, they can come in and they can, you know, um, actually, you know, go to the front desk and say, hey, I would like to have a training. And then you are there and you would you would welcome them and you would offer that to them. Or would you um, keep that in a like closed way? I was going to say to your first part of the question, yes, dot. What was I asking? <laughs> I don't <remember laughs> you to follow your questions. No, no, no. But yes, totally. Um, yeah. we, we first need to have our own system. So we have it under control. Yeah. We know uh, we, we can do things and steer it the way we want. But yeah. we are strong believers in opening it. Mm -hmm. Partnerships. We're still a small company, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So we can only succeed if there are different partners mm -hmm. so we open the, the this metaverse this virtual world mm -hmm. within the metaverse mm -hmm. to be clear a virtual world for insurance for insurance companies our wish is to have partners mm -hmm. are plenty of insurance companies uh, other um, trainers insurance trainers why not you yeah. know and we all converge in one environment where we, you could maybe buy land if you want it's very fashionable now with decentralized sandbox so that's where you combine the yeah. metaverse the virtual worlds with people who like the blockchain that's where it comes in the picture the blockchain cryptocurrencies that's the link between the two hmm. maybe you buy a land with a house on it that you can burn down but yeah that's that's interesting and um, I would like to go uh, again to the topic of, of the technology because you're also mentioning <coughs> crypto and these things um, so, I mean, we mainly, until now, we talked about uh, 3D simulation, 3D animation, and also virtual reality. Um, but you are 
aspiring to do much more you're um, combining it with uh, artificial intelligence yes with augmented reality you're yes. also um, looking at um, nfts and Clear. how you can you know have tokens that to reward also people for learning something yes. can you talk a little bit about your plans there it sounds very simple right <laughs> yeah it's so simple like it's gonna be done tomorrow right <laughs> i think i have a word for that let's do that okay um ecosystem yeah yeah That was the answer. Okay, so can you uh, elaborate? Oh, on that? I have to elaborate on that. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I'm not going to make it so easy for you. I'm sorry. I can see that in your eyes. Yeah, it's building an ecosystem, um, a whole economy actually, mm -hmm. where you create um, the premise with a virtual world, mm -hmm. as I said, where you can have different actors. They would maybe buy land, mm -hmm. create uh, frames, I mean, create. Um, houses, cars, so that you can create whole scenarios. Mm -hmm. And you could be a designer, mm -hmm. fantastic designer, you create beautiful houses that I can burn then after that, you know, <laughs> or something like this, in a virtual world. Huh? Yeah, okay. yeah. And, and, and then everybody could just, um, and it would be decentralized. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, I really strongly believe in, decentral, in decentralization, you know, define these kind of things. Mm -hmm to empower uh, different actors to contribute to that system, the mm -hmm. ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And can you talk a little bit more concretely about what you're planning to do with your um, insurance training, also in the area of rewards? And I think we talked about it on the hike or the last meeting we had. It was had. a good hike, eh? Yeah, it was a long yeah. hike, actually, four hours. <laughs> we had a Sorry long for that. time to talk about it. But uh, yeah, no, no, it was really interesting, and I took a lot with me, as you as you can see now. Um, no, I think what I found really interesting is also um, the uh, what you talked about uh, incentivizing people to learn and um, you know um, working with with uh, with crypto with your own crypto. Yes. And can you can you talk a little bit about I it? I love it. I love it. No, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm not you gonna love stop. it. Okay, 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 all right. Now. One thing we've seen uh, working with clients in Latin America, in Asia, in Scandinavia, in Switzerland, Europe, even Africa now we're starting, is um, it's even these bright people mm. who take our courses, well, you have other things to do, mm. all right? So how do you get them to do the, you say you have to do the, your online courses, but very often in some of the big tech companies I'm not going to name, management has to whip people to get it done. Yeah. You know, it's not fun. Yeah. So first, the courses I've seen that they're not exactly super enticing. And then you have really management has to, to push people again and again, mm -hmm. saying you won't get your bonus if you don't do it. What if you could have an incentive? <clears throat> and there, there is something called the blockchain. Now, you can have incentives like miles, you know, these points. You put you on your LMS, everybody has it. You have your LMS, you get five points, 10 levels, and wow, fantastic, mm -hmm. you're going from a level. But it's worthless. It has no intrinsic no real value. Mm -hmm. That's what the blockchain can change. Only peer pressure by leaderboards or something. Exactly, like that. exactly that's that. That's also no. not very nice. No, no, <laughs> no. We have that too. But yeah. it's th this one is also based on with real cryptos. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's some other yeah. issues with legal aspect with cryptos. But uh, let's not mm -hmm. mix everything right now. Um, so you have you, we created our own crypto. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, you can you can do that if you want. It's very simple actually. You create your tokens. Um, and then you can start developing a system mechanism to allocate these tokens. So you did this course about uh, fire insurance, for example, to go back to the fire thing. Okay, great. But you did it with top marks and you did it within two weeks instead mm. of the management coming after you and three months. So there 
you get the coins, not, not points, but coins, mm. real cryptocurrencies, to reward you for doing it faster mm. or within a certain time frame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference with these normal points in the LMS is that you, can, you have them in your digital wallet. Mm-hmm. They have a real value. There could be an exchange, a marketplace out there, out of your control as a company, for example. And people exchange this. So it has a real value. And you can go to partners who are in the same program and spend these crypto. Mm. So it's, it goes away from the points you had in your LMS now yeah. and become more like a miles system, you know, mm. from airline companies. But even more because when the airline company dis- disappears, your miles systems, and you don't own them, actually. Yeah. They do what they want. But they're, it's a crypto and you own your own that's, things. That's Same thing with the NFTs. Yeah. Yeah, and the NFT topic is, is also uh, really interesting because uh, on that same hike, I think. It was a good one, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going on a hike tomorrow. Yeah. Are you going there, by the yeah. way? Yeah, I'm going there oh, tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. We're going to have a nice discussion. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. we'll continue our discussion from today. But on, <laughs> but on that same hike, we met Lars, a Danish guy who was actually um, doing um, or who founded a platform, Art Money, uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. Mm. And it's all about, uh, I mean, he, he just thought about creating his own money and he said, you know, I don't want to um, uh, need euros to, you, you know, to go to places and to eat and stuff, but I want to be able to create my own money and to spend it. So he started um, painting little pieces of art and putting yeah. a fixed price on them, which is 30 euros. Mm-hmm. And then he started going to shops and trying to <laughs> pay with that. And actually it worked. And I think he said that even he once traveled in the US for four weeks and he only um, lived on spending his uh, artwork. I, I mean, uh, you know, giving that to hotel chains and, and everybody was so like interested in that. And okay, um, he's an amazing guy. I mean, he's, he's got he's a special a, charisma, right? Yeah, okay, just... yeah, yeah. But I love that. And then he said, yeah, for sure, we um, also want to go in the digital sphere and not only have it fi- uh, like physical pieces of art, but digital. And then you said something interesting and you said, yeah, maybe we also can have a collaboration with them of uh, giving NFTs, which is the digital art piece, um, as uh, rewards to learnings, uh, learning ah, participants. You you heard that? Yeah, I heard that yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, my God. Now we're giving some hidden nothing. But totally, yeah. totally. Can you imagine? Like, you bought some yeah. uh, of, yeah. of his art, uh, yeah, two or three I pieces, I think. And they were yeah. beautiful. I did yeah, yeah. I did buy one too because I loved it. It showed the, 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 the beautiful uh, sunset by, uh, with the beach over there. But, but so, um, and I think this idea is great. Imagine you do some real. You anchor back the digital world into the physical world again mm. with a real piece of art mm. created by a real artist. Mm-hmm. I get goosebumps thinking mm-hmm. about that. And then you transform this into an NFT yeah. and an actual reward for learners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Yeah. And you can maybe even choose whether you want to have uh, cryptocurrencies for that or whether you rather want to have digital art or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's really up to you to decide what you want to what mm. you want to have. Yeah. And imagine now that you are a top performer or someone who's done something special in the learning. You mm. contributed some of your knowledge, mm. you know, in our ecosystem. Yeah. You taught something. Yeah. So people start awarding you some NFTs within uh, our ecosystem. Yeah. And then you say, wow, hey, Vilma did some really cool stuff. We learned a lot from her or she contributed on these uh, forums, etc. So, okay, so they, they can 
send you some um, some coins and maybe an NFT as a great contributor. This would be based on this art. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can have this piece of art. You own it. It's your own property. It might even improve. Uh, uh, if it becomes the Picasso of the 20th, uh, 21st century, it might have a, have a, a real uh, high value in the future. You never know. So that's absolutely makes it much more exciting. Absolutely, I think that's the interesting thing that you might it might have a specific value now um, that you are rewarded for for learning something. But if you, it's like an investment. I mean, it, it yeah. might be much uh, worth much more in the future and. Um, and I, I like the fact that it's not only about, let's say, money. It's more about um, building the future together, and you know, having that, uh, yeah, participating in the yes. future. And yeah, that's that's really cool. So I I really like the way how you approach this of of combining, um, and that's what the metaverse is about of combining different technologies, like not only. Uh, what and that's a misunderstanding that a lot of people think the metaverse is the 3D world, um, and it's not that. It's it, the metaverse is actually combining all these disruptive technologies like blockchain, like artificial intelligence, 3D or VR, augmented reality, combining it all together to create a new world where people can move freely and where they can collaborate, where they can play, where they can socialize. Yeah. And I envision it a little bit like um, I was in. Um, Old space VR um, a lot of times already and one time I met with a group just spontaneously I didn't know them and one of the guys he was taking us with him to um, a different world which looked like the streets of New York mm. and you you walked with your avatar through the streets and then um, you had um, little spots um, on the entrance of the houses and you could actually click on that entrance and then yeah. you were entering a different world like a nightclub or whatever and that's how i envision it that there is one like uh, central um, place where you have streets where you have normal uh, life going on and then you have different buildings and different areas and through these hot spots you're connecting the different virtual worlds with that like common place you know so you can always you know exit the house and go somewhere else and enter another house and you maybe maybe you will be in your training center of your yeah. insur for insurance companies and then you go out again you walk down the street and maybe you go to whatever to um, a socializing event to a little party with the dj and yes. you come out again and maybe then you meet in your own house which is your own virtual world where you yeah. can just hang around and meet with your friends and that's how everything i think will be connected one day you know and it's not we're not so far away from that the question is rather the also the acceptance and the ethical questions that we need to answer as well and sure. the ethical yeah. question uh, we could maybe come that another time yeah <laughs> some really interesting things in the virtual world that i would not at the beginning yeah many years ago when we started with that uh, when you see oh wow okay uh, it's really to the power. Uh, mm. It's much more powerful than an Instagram, for example. Mm. That's why you have Facebook, now Meta. Yeah. That's going there because um, uh, the, the type of engagement you get from a metaverse versus the, the internet as we know it is tremendous. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but there is a lot of questions to be answered because if um, people can be there anonymously with an avatar that <coughs> is completely different and yeah. you don't even know where they come from, you don't have mm. that sense that you have when you meet people, like you mm. know immediately, 
I mean, depends on how good your antennas are, right? But usually, you know, is that a is an, a, that an okay person or not? If you see an avatar, you don't have that feeling. So I think no. we need to make very sure that people feel secure. Psychological safety is also a question there. And lots of other th topics to, um, yeah, to, to answer. But um, before I now come to my last three questions, because I already, think I, yeah, I think I, I actually forgot to look at the watch when we started. But I looked like te I think ten minutes later, so I think we uh, we have to <laughs> soon come to an end. No, 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 no. Yeah, but I'll invite you for another interview. Don't worry, we'll, <laughs> ah, okay. we'll continue our conversation. But and I can have some of these little uh, good things you have. In yeah, the, in the, the sweets. Yeah, the yeah, sweets? yeah, you oh, can. Cool. All right. Yeah. Okay, let's let's finish the interview. Crunchy, <laughs> crunchy stuff. Okay, let's finish. It. Um, but. Um, um, yeah, so um, the challenges in, in, in this area is definitely the ethical questions, uh, the topics of also psychological safety. Do you see any other challenges right now? Also, maybe with your customers, um, what, what adoption is concerned? Why or are they maybe hesitating? Uh, what, what are the challenges they are facing in entering this world? Ah, okay. I can tell you the challenges. Uh, or you I've, are facing. <laughs> I am facing. <laughs> let's, let's do that, okay? Yeah. Uh, we did like, uh, I think it was like six, even seven years ago in Hong Kong or in, or in Switzerland. Mm. We were using our, our systems, uh, the virtual world, with, uh, with learners of different ages, yeah? from teenagers to uh, early adults to uh, grown-up managers in big mm. companies. And um, actually, the main issue we had, first thought, oh my God, they're going to think that the virtual worlds, it's not good enough. It doesn't look good. Wrong. Because, you know, you have a, a Grand Theft Auto a GTA. You have plenty and new generation is used to beautiful, incredible rendering. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, ours is not that level. It's a virtual world. It's not a game as such. And like, that was absolutely not an issue. They loved it once, once they were in. So... Our issue was getting in because we had to get people to install a viewer. Yeah. yeah. And that was a yeah. big no-go. It's still a big no-go in most companies. That's still a big issue. So that's why you see some of the virtual bots that you also actually tested mm -hmm. are uh, browser-based. Mm -hmm. um, brings other issues, but still. So our issue was to get people to go in there. Mm -hmm. And the second issue was mentally, from especially from big companies saying, What do you want me to go in a in a virtual world for? Yeah, you know. And last like two weeks ago, we talked with a very big insurance company where we were testing uh, a new implementation to get the feedback from users. Uh, they were around 22, 23 years old, selling insurance, and one of them was sitting and say, "Do you think I'm going to play?" <laughs> well, most of the others were really happy about mm -hmm. it. But so basically, to summarize it. It was the viewer, mm -hmm. getting people in the virtual world. Mm -hmm. And the second was really the mindset mm -hmm. around that. Mm -hmm. Did I answer your question? Absolutely. And I mean, I think that um, the, f the first topic, the viewer, it's changing now. I mean, that's, I think, the main like success factor for the metaverse to be able to take off is to be uh, available in the browser yeah. and multi-device, uh, multi so yes. everywhere. So you don't need VR goggles and I'm also getting a headache after like 30 minutes Same thing already. Here. Yeah. So that's that's crucial. And the other um, uh, challenge, the mindset, I think the pandemic has helped. I don't know how you see it, but I think the pandemic has helped a little bit of opening up people towards um, online worlds. Now we have to see um, how it continues because a lot of people now um, are very... Um, eager to go back to the physical world and because they are so sick of teams and co um, but um, i still think um, that they 
can uh, can really already see a little bit the um, potential um, that there is much more than they did before because before they didn't even have an interest in in online collaboration because they were sitting in their office. Look, so I, I, I totally a... agree with you. I mean, uh, of course, to all the people who suffered from the, the terrible COVID crisis, that was terrible, yeah. But yeah. it has helped. I remember yeah. before, three years yeah. ago, we were talking to some big companies yeah. and they said, Uh, okay, so when are you coming in the office? I said, we don't. We, we don't come to see you, actually. Uh, we'd love to see you, but in a video conference. Yeah. Like, but we cannot. I cannot name these companies, but they're really, really big. Yeah. You know, say, you cannot what? Well, we cannot have video conference systems with external companies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's three years ago? Yeah. Three years ago. And really leading companies. I'm like, wow. And without the COVID, um, we would not have come. No. Uh, and I remember still even two years ago, some people saying, oh, Zoom, it's not safe, for example. Mm. Or, but now it's changed. So we needed that. Mm. And uh, maybe we, we took five or ten years of dig increased uh, speed uh, for yeah. the digitization. Yeah, I think, were highly needed. Absolutely, and I think it's always good to see also um, the good thing in a crisis, yeah, although it's yeah. for sure many, right. many bad things, but also some good things came out of that. Okay, so now finally really coming to my last three questions because, <laughs> because I want you to be able to eat the sweets here because I can see that the water is already running down. I am look, I've been looking at them, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, um, first question is around the uh, topic of uh, like how, what do you if, if, or um, if you look at the future of learning um, within the next 10 years like what do you think like how, what will learning look like in 2030 something around that timeline like in the next five to ten years Le learning hopefully will be really um, it will be full of stories storytelling mm -hmm will be at the core of it mm. because all the gamification things to make it interesting is just some sugar coating you know so the core has to be a story for insurance humankind goes to mars mm. wow i get the goosebump mm -hmm. that's thanks to insurance partly technology and insurance so that's putting the story around what you're doing in the learning the context the beautiful story human story and um it will be highly immersive like a positive matrix, mm -hmm. hopefully combined with real world experiences. Because I really strongly believe in the blended learning, in the seamless learning, Absolutely. going from one environment to the next. It's not virtual or digital, it's virtual and digital. And AI will be... And physical. And physical, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oops, yeah. oops, Virtual, oops. digital ah. and physical. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no worries. And you have AI at the core. Yeah. AI is, is there, it's a key. AI yeah. will make it possible yeah. to customize every single learning uh, journey for mm. every single learner mm. and to create content much faster and to adapt it to every mm. single person. So I'm actually quite looking forward mm. to that. Um, it's going to be um, my dream. I've dreamt of that for... Decades now, it sounds really crazy, but yeah, it's coming. Yeah. You're not that old yet. You? <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't look that old. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're so sweet. But so, yeah, yeah, that's, um, I think it's going to be fantastic, really awesome. Why are you getting all? Why are you getting all this inspiration from? Like, uh, do you have anybody who you follow, or you know, uh, did you read up a lot on the topics? Like, where are you getting your ideas from? 
Oh, I think it's about, first of all, we have a great CTO, our chief mm -hmm. technology officer, Patrice. Mm -hmm. um, he, he loves tech even more than I do. By the way, your brother. Right? By the way, my brother. <laughs> hey, Pat, I hope you're doing well and you listen to that. But yeah, yeah. No, but really, really, really. Um, AI, virtual world, metaverse, mm -hmm. um, uh, blockchain, he loves it. Mm -hmm. And we are very lucky that we have amazing friends and, and an amazing team around us. Mm -hmm. Really bright minds who give us advice, who show the path. Mm -hmm. I have to admit, several years ago, I did not understand blockchain just mm -hmm. to, make my, to do my mea culpa. And so one of mine, Alex, who said, hey, look at that. I'm like, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the future of money. What? So... Uh, it's thanks to all these very exciting friends mm -hmm. of ours and hikes mm -hmm. that we and meet. Hikes, and yeah. hiking, <laughs> hiking, is, hiking is good. If I can give an advice now here, hiking is really important. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. So hiking, yeah. to summarize. That's, that's, that's great because I think that already answers the last question that I have is what would you recommend to people uh, who actually want to participate in this new and shape the world of new learning? Hiking, Hiking would be an idea. Exactly. <laughs> meeting with uh, meeting with random people. Yes, yes, right? yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, and maybe also um, asking open questions. Yeah. I'm answering my own question. Maybe you should. Go. No, keep going. It's fine. <laughs> and um, having a genuine interest in people. Yeah. As well, right? Yeah, yeah. Being able to listen, not only to talk. Yeah. Well, you don't you don't learn when you talk. You yeah. learn when you listen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great uh, end of my podcast. And if you have any other sources like, you know, events or um, also books or something like that, that you would like to share, I can put them in the show notes okay, later cool. on. Um, so maybe yeah. some people, they are interested yes. in reading more. Mm -hmm. I would love that. But my thank pleasure. you so much, Philippe. Hey, my pleasure. <laughs> thank Mr. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was yeah, great, you're great. very welcome. And I can already see the second episode of our podcast. Wow. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for cookies. Good. Sounds great. And I think we're going to go bachata dancing later. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, see, yeah. right? That's how we get the creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Moving. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another tip, like physical movement is very totally. important. Especially if you spend so much time in front of the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All the best for you and for your company. I'm sure you will achieve your vision. Thank you very much. And I will follow you. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you very much. Okay, thank Take you. Take care. All the best. For you too.